It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Annie. Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about Muppets Take Manhattan, minute 63. Minute 63 starts with Ronnie being way too super excited and ends with us learning about Mr. Crawford's weird allergy. Mm, yeah, I thought that was a pretty funny line. It is. It really yeah. is. Um, so, uh, Ronnie continues to tell, tell Conrad about the, uh, uh, you know, about his plans and, and that he's excited as dad's letting him do this. And he thinks this would be the perfect first play for him because it's different. And Ronnie wants to make a name for himself and he wants to do something that no one else is doing. So why not put on a play with a bunch of animals that's led by a frog? Yeah. Oh God! I have to say, this minute it even it's even more grating on rewatch about how he's acting. Yeah, totally, Uh, totally. Right? Like he's. I I guarantee you that the director is telling him to play young. I mean, there's no other way to explain how he's acting, Um, because I would be truly worried that like this is like some sort of stunted adult who is Uh, not. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's just it's off-putting. You know? Am I am I alone? I'm not alone on this. Okay. And you're right because this guy Bernard Crawford is he looks really old. So it's like it should he shouldn't be so old, you know? Right. right. It's very weird. I would be much more it would be much more interesting if this were like his grandson. It would yep. make more sense, you know, make it be the grandson and then yeah, you know, cast a younger guy. I don't know. It's bizarre. It is very bizarre. Like okay. extremely bizarre. Cuz I cuz yeah, I mean, the the dad is 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 way up there. Yeah, so. he is, right? Okay. Well, I mean, in real life, I mean, he's definitely in the 70s here. So, mm-hmm. uh, Art Carney, okay. which we will talk about in a second. So, I mean, I would say that that looks like 70s. Mm. Right? Yeah, it looks yeah. about, that sounds about right. And then if, if, if Ronnie is supposed to be, like, in his 20s, like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Um, you know, they finish up here. Good, good, good scene of, uh, of them talking. You're right. I do like the, the framing of this shot. It is a, it is a gorgeous, um, you know, two shot of, of Bernie and, and, uh, Ronnie and, um, Kermit talking here and with the Empire State Building in the background, wonderfully framed and the, I love the, like you said, the cross. So, so you're right. I do like the choice to, to have it filmed here. Um, just almost kind of no in movie reason to, to do it really. It, but it is like funny it. too, because I'm trying to like do the mental gymnastics required to figure out, okay, well we needed him to come up the stairs, mm-hmm. right? We needed him to be sort of huffing and puffing maybe. So he's already kind of in a grumpy mood. And then we need that sign behind him that says that the elevator's out of order to explain why he's coming up the stairs. So I'm just trying to like, I'm, it's like a domino effect. I'm like, okay, well why did we need all of these events to take place? What, That's- what it like, yeah. What is the reason for all? You know what I mean? Like, why if we did just do this scene in the in the in the office, and then he came into the office, it might have even been a funny scene if he came into the office and he's like, "Get out of my chair! What are you doing in my chair?" Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and and that could have like solved it right there. But I'm just wondering why uh, why 
yeah, maybe they just didn't want to build another set. But they obviously built this set, so right. I don't know. Well, you know, it's funny because I saw the out of order sign and I was like, what's the point? Like, yeah. what is the point of having the elevator out of order? But you just said that maybe it's to add to the gropiness of, of the dad. I mean... Yeah, he does seem, he's like a little, he's like, I want my lunch. Like, he's a little grumpy, like he's right off the top. And yeah. uh, it, it doesn't seem to be, Ronnie doesn't seem to be terribly deterred by it. I, I do like no. the idea that he's very persistent. And he's essentially doing Kermit's job for him. Like, he's pitching Kermit's show. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he really wants it to happen himself. This is his big break. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Forget, forget Kermit. I mean, this is this is this is Ronnie's big break. If he can make this happen and, and it's a success, I mean, he's set for life on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. What did you think in terms of how this? Who's this actor, by the way? Did we name him yet? Oh, that that is the uh, wonderful Art Carney. Oh, okay. I knew I recognized him. Yes. I just wasn't sure. So. Um. Art, Art Carney, um, or did you want to say something first? No, I just wanted to ask your opinion on how he's interacting with Kermit. Because I thought oh. he was a little bit, eh, not great, in terms of the way he was interacting with the Muppet. Just my opinion. Uh, yeah, I don't it's know. Not bad, it's not bad, but it's bad. not like, I didn't see like any really good chemistry. So here, here's the thing. I think he, the take, the take, the, ta- the feeling i get is he's more concerned he's more yeah i guess concerned about delivering his lines than interacting with kermit like yes he's making his jokes he's delivering his his lines yes yes um but he's not necessarily playing off kermit or interacting with kermit yeah and i mean he has this hyperactive lonnie lonnie dude next to him too that's like this theatrical guy and Art's probably a little bit like, all right, kid, mm-hmm. just move aside. Let me collect my paycheck and get through this door. Right, totally. Yeah, totally. So you were you were gonna go on about Art, Art. Carney? All right. So Art Carney, of course, is uh, his most famous role is Ed Norton on The Honeymooners. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been in a lot of Jim Henson productions. Uh, well, not a lot, a few. Uh, he starred in the 1970 Christmas special, The Great Santa Claus Switch. He actually played two roles. He played Santa Claus. He also played the bad guy. Mm. Um, I never saw that. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, he also appeared in the 1972 special, The Perry Como Winter Show, alongside the Muppets. I had no clue, no idea there was a Perry Como special with, with the Muppets, but Whatever. <laughs> no. And also, but I feel like there are so many Muppet things that I'm like, huh, didn't know that existed. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Well, you know what? Now I'm thinking maybe the Muppets guest starred on the Perry Como show. Maybe it wasn't a Muppet thing, right? Hmm, maybe. I, I, didn't, I didn't even look it up. And, and the first we time, are not experts, folks. And the first <laughs> time I read it, I thought it was Perry Mason. And I was like, why, oh. why is there a Perry Mason show with the Muppets on it? Well, now I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Kermit got in trouble for for all the hits that he contracted. Yeah, the funny thing is, he he not only was in one Christmas special, Jim Henson's, you know, the Great Santa Claus Switch, but he was in another Christmas special. I know what you're going to say. Holiday special. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, the Star Wars holiday special. 
Oh, geez. Um, that's where I knew him from. I mean, wasn't he one of the um, like, oh, I, I remember him on that. I'm just trying to remember what his character was. He was the guy selling trinkets to the uh, Death Star um, guy with the from the Death the guy with the, the, yeah the Imperial dude from the Death Star with the Death Star helmet. You know, I've blocked it from my memory, and rightly so. He was trying to sell little trinkets. Um, no. Little, little... No, I heard you. I'm just I blocked it. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't you don't need to I say it again. It. So he was selling these trinkets. Um, yeah. No, okay. I... Wait. 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 Yeah. Trinkets? Are you sure? <laughs> just well, they were double stuff. checking. Or they, if they're trinkets and, or not. And he tipped uh, Chewie's family off that the Imperials were coming. Okay. And, All and, right. And he gave them like a, a. I remember he was on a, sc- a TV screen with Chewie's family, correct? Because yes, I remember it was one yes. of those things where like there was no English happening for a really long time because it was just a bunch of Wookiees talking. And then suddenly, because I remember, um, we're going off on a tangent. I remember What's Her Face from um, Golden Girls the was Arthur. on it too, right? Yes, yeah. thank you, her name. And she would come on too, and I would be like, oh, good, we have someone speaking English that I can understand. I just remember it always felt like a reprieve, even though it was terrible. Um, But anyway, enough about that. We don't need to spend time on that. But but that's cool. Art Carney. Art Carney. Um, He he started in radio in the 1930s and 40s. Um, Then, you know, made his big, uh, obviously his big hit was The Honeymooners, went on to some movies, things like that. Um, off Broadway, he did Broadway as well. He actually originated the role of Felix Unger in um, The Odd Couple on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Okay, yep, that's interesting. Yep. And he won an Academy Award for his uh, lead role in the movie Harry and Tonto in 1974. The, he also won some, uh, he did win some, uh, what do you call it? The. Uh, he won some awards for the Honeymooners too. The, I guess the not the Academy Awards, Emmys, for for his role. Yeah, so, you know, very decorated actor. Um, but uh, here you go. So they got him for for this role. I mean, again, it's a name. And I guess yeah. in 1984 he was, I mean, ten years removed from his Academy Award. I just again. Look, you don't need to convince me. I agree with you that the cameos are not I'm as strong. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm yeah. just saying it again. I, I just like I I think he did a good job though. That that's the thing. I think I think he actually did a very good job in this role. I think he fit this role really well. I think he delivered right. the jokes really well. So no real so complaint. Most here. most of the cameos are just like it's cho- maybe just choice of um it's choice of people, not necessarily like okay, you're not you're doing your job, but maybe we needed some bare names or people that I were a little so. bit more recognizable. But like I said, I think this these cameos are meant for the Broadway crowd. So if you talk to like Broadway folks, they would probably be like, I loved these cameos because I knew who everybody is, you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, it's choice. it's all in the eye of the beholder, and yeah, it doesn't it's it's I I like it like I think I've said before because of that because at least they all kind of fit the theme of like hey most of these are Broadway people yeah so it does make sense so in I, in the world so I get the feeling here like um Mr Crawford here Bernard is like he's he's very much he, sure he's a successful Broadway producer been there done that he doesn't really get excited about things anymore. Um, he's just looking for the next, next thing. Probably jobs come to him rather easily because he's, 
you know, been doing it forever, big time producer. And mm-hmm. now he's got this like whippersnapper here, all excited about something. And he's like, eh, whatever. Um, I don't think he really cares at all. No. And I think he's like, and I mean, he, 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 you know, we'll hear his reasoning for allowing this to go on in yeah. our next minute. But yeah, I wanted to ask you, did, uh, how many times now has Kermit done the beginning of this song and been interrupted? Uh, because I, I feel like it's got to be at least half a dozen times. Well, they did a search in the script. It only came up like three times. Well, maybe it's not. It wasn't not scripted. It's possible that That's it was just like true. it okay. could be like Kermit starts to sing, and then it they because every time I remember, oh, it would be like, oh, true. They could he, have he, that. he would say, hit it, da 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 da, da and then they'd all You're go right. look at me here, and then they'd all wave back and forth. And I feel like they did yeah. that, even that, like at least three times at the beginning of this movie. You're right. You're very right. Okay. So I don't know. I would be curious. I mean, how many? I could be over remembering, but I know they've done it several times yeah. in throughout the movie. And this is it's just funny to me that he's always getting interrupted at the same moment. Well, he also shortened up his intro here because before he said it's all about a couple of kids that came to New York City to get married. It opens with a great number. Now he, he says the two leads get married. Then there's this song that goes. Uh, you know, yeah, so- he has tightened it up. He's learning a little bit like, hey, you got to get to the money shot quicker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but right before that, uh, Bernard asks, it's really weird. I had to look at the, at the script for this. He says, tell me, Mr. Author. So yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't understand that either. So, and he says, what is this? A musical all dancing, all croaking. So he's being very sarcastic. He's just being, there's no way he would ever put on display if it wasn't, um, you know, his son wanting to do it and him making that deal with his son. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess totally. it was basically like you find one. It's it's up to you. You know, I'll put it on. It's and you'll learn if it's gonna you know sink or swim. Exactly. Sort of and that'll be on yeah. you. So yeah, yeah, I like it though. And that. I do. I did. The only other thing I wanted to point out in this minute was um, the point where he literally goes Dan, and it's like super whiny. Yeah. Um, that was one of the moments where I was just like, okay, either this is an incredibly stunted adult or this is this is a guy who's 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 wow. been cast wrong you know what i mean like yeah i, I mean i don't know what the it, it'd be interesting to get the full story like of what were they looking for how is this written in the script you know did, did they bring well, you somebody, have the script don't you it doesn't say that in the script i have oh i don't have this i i have a transcript Sorry. Oh, you just have a transcript. Okay, then the you don't script. have the script. You're okay. right. You're right. Yeah. Well, it, it, that would be an interesting thing to to know. I mean, like I said, I would not be surprised if this is supposed to be a younger. Even I mean, I would just the idea of the dad. It's very teenager. Yeah. You know, it's not something that a grown up human would say. So, right. I right. mean, unless unless we're to believe, like I said, I'm going to use the word stunted, but like that maybe this this man child has been coddled his entire life which i could also believe and he's still very very attached to his dad at 35 or however old he is oh my goodness I, you know i don't know what I, what 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 are, what are these reactions are you you don't agree you know what no i you know now we're going down this road i mean this is a whole nother aspect to this maybe this is really like a 35 year old that's living with dad who's very successful. They have a lot of money. They live in a high rise in, in New York. Yeah. They put on Broadway plays. He's around celebrities all the time. And he's, yeah, he's like a little Richie Rich or something. 
And he's a little spoiled, maybe. I, can I don't see him know. Driving I, around in his train uh, inside inside the penthouse. You know, the only thing that makes me think that's not the case is Kermit's line saying that you saying you look young, because he doesn't look too young to no. be a producer. Well, I Kermit's mean, I, trying I would to be see nice. maybe Kermit. Kermit's trying <laughs> to suck up, get this play made. He doesn't care. Yeah, I suppose so, but it's just a strange line to say to someone who is a fully formed adult man. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I would get it, too, if he were dressed, if, if he looks young because maybe he's not dressed in a suit or he's not dressed older. He, he's definitely dressed like an intern. You know what I mean? So maybe he, he could easily believe he was younger, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. I could go with either reality and I could be okay with it. But um, it still is a little jarring to watch. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because now I'm just, like my mind's going down this this whole path, like thinking of this guy very differently now. That he yeah. is like a thirty something year old that still acts like a kid, hasn't really grown up, wants to do you know. But it's sad that he got to this age and and still didn't put on his first play. Like he's been looking for the. Perfect. Now, now I'm picturing this guy looking for the perfect play this whole time. Like, for, yeah. since, since he was like 18 years old for the past, you know, 15, 16 years, he's been looking for the perfect play to put on. And now he's found it. Imagine how excited you'd be. Yeah. I mean, if you think that he's been looking that long or was this deal just made? Like, is he supposed to be a 20 year old and this deal was just made with him six months ago? No, I, I want to feel he's I feel he's 37. Yeah, and, and he's been waiting. He's been okay. waiting. I like that better. So, and therefore, he can't grow up past this 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 age mentally until he puts on this first one. Then, then he could. Then he's an adult. He's not even an adult yet in his mind because he hasn't put on his first great Broadway play. Right. He's had this deal with his dad forever. That's why his dad's like whatever because his dad's been like waiting for this. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants yeah. he just wants the kid to fail so that he could so that he doesn't have to do it anymore. Do yeah. anymore, right? Kick him out. Yeah. Probably bothers him around the office. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what's yeah. happening here. I'll take it. All right, good. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. Well, then uh, you guys can give us your take if you want. You can go to MuppetsMinute dot com and and then contact us. Contact us on the Muppets Minute Facebook page as well. Why not? And I think mm. I think maybe even Annie checks the fa- the, the the Twitter. I don't know. Maybe uh, perhaps yeah, occasionally. Well, occasionally popped up. Sure, why not? Plenty yeah. ways to reach us <laughs> and let us know what you think about uh, about about Bernie and 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 Ronnie's uh, relationship here. Um, all right. Well, that will do it for minute sixty three. We'll be back uh, tomorrow for minute sixty four of Muppets Minute. Bye.